I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Impala Films presents Haunted, the audio drama. Season 2, Episode 9, The Crime of the Abyss, Part 1 of 4, written by Jamie Evans. Sorry, I haven't seen him. No, I'm sorry. Um, he looks a little familiar. No, maybe not. Sorry. Sorry, Duck. Ain't seen anyone like that. No worries. Thank you. This is hopeless. We're never going to find them. It's okay, honey. We've only just started. Somebody will have seen them. Mrs Kaplan, I promise you, wherever your son is, he's with Dr Backman. Harry is a good man. He'll be taking great care of your son, I'm sure. You don't know that for certain. Not for certain, no, but James trusts Harry and that's good enough for me. Besides, just because we haven't had much luck in finding them, it doesn't mean James or Dan won't have turned something up. Miss Corbin is right, dear. We need to keep our calm. For Kevin's sake. Let's see if we can find James. Hopefully he's come up with something. Oh! Oh! And stay out! Okay, okay, my apologies. I had no idea that was your wife. Surely you can't blame me. It's most unusual for a lady to have a visible moustache. Oh, fine. I didn't want to drink there anyway. Um, one second. What the hell are you doing? Ah, Abigail, there you are. I was wondering where you'd gotten to. Did you just insult that man's wife? I merely asked if I could get some information from the good sir. I didn't realise she was a woman. You're drunk. Am I? I thought I'd only had a couple. God damn it, James! Kevin Kaplan's parents are right there! They're relying on us to find their missing son. What are they going to think now you're sloshed out of your mind? Please. We're looking for Harry. Their son just so happens to be with him, and they are just dead weight tagging along. They should wait at their hotel like I told them, and leave the searching to us. If we leave the searching to you, I'm afraid we'll never find anything except maybe finally an answer to how much booze your liver can tolerate before it finally packs in. Challenge accepted. James. Stop. Leave me alone, Abigail. Ever since what happened with Theo, you've been more self-destructive than usual. I get it that it's bothering you, but I need you to grow the fuck up and actually talk to me about it instead of just drinking. We've talked about it enough. 
Now leave me alone. I'm going to go and ask questions in that pub over yonder. Damn it! I hope Dan is having more luck at the hotel. This is definitely my brother's room, Dan. He bought this guitar everywhere he goes since he was like 13 or something. We'll find him, Casey. I promise. I read cops aren't supposed to make promises like that. It gets the victim's hopes up. Well, I was never a very good cop. Is that why you're a ghost hunter now? I'm not a ghost hunter. Then what would you call it? I'm protecting Abigail. She has a habit of throwing herself into situations without really thinking about what she's doing. Ah, uh, an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, I picked that vibe. So you're in love with this girl? No, we're just friends. It's a shame you don't mean that. You're kind of cute. Oh, uh, <laughs> we're in the middle of... I mean, I mean, thank you, thank you, but uh, have you found anything? Doesn't look like anything's missing. This might be useful. What is it? Kevin's notebook. Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. They arrived at the dig site. A bunch of boring stuff about trying to carbon date some artefacts. Oh, he's written here something about Dr. Backman trying to charter a boat. A boat? Why would they try to charter a boat? It says that amongst the artefacts they found at the dig site, there were barely legible parchment documents that talked about shipping supplies to an island off the coast. What? What is it? Except there is no record of the island existing. That can't be right. That's literally what he's written. There is no record of the island existing. So based on some old-timey documents, they chartered a boat to sail to an island that doesn't exist. That does sound like Kevin. He's as guilty of leaping before he looks as your friend Abigail. <laughs> so it's probably safe to assume the whole team went with Harry to find this island. Right. Let's stop by the dig site again on our way to meet the others. See if there are any more clues in their finds. Right, here are two pints of their best bitter. Do me a favour and stay put. Don't talk to anybody, okay, James? And Mr and Mrs Kaplan, stay with him. But... Please, this will go faster if you just leave me to it. Please stop staring at me. It's three o'clock in the afternoon, Mr. Hunter. And everybody else here is drinking. Everybody here hasn't been hired to help track down missing children. Technically, I haven't been hired. You came here looking for your son. We came looking for Harry. We just happened to bump into one another and you asked for our help. I see. Would you take matters more seriously if we agreed to pay you? You see very little if you think that's what I'm after. I do my best work drunk. I find that hard to believe. Somehow you've convinced that young woman that you are some sort of genius. But I think you're just a drunken lout. There's something off with you, Mr Hunter. I can't put my finger on it, but I can tell. A mother always knows. You don't know anything. Marjorie, perhaps you shouldn't provoke him. Or perhaps we should be doing more to find our son, Greg. We're doing all we can, Marjorie. The police are searching for him. 
We've got these odd fellows on the lookout. Mr Hunter aside, Miss Corbyn seems invested in helping us, and that young Officer Cowell is on the case too. He says he's a police officer, but he didn't show us any ID. And we let our Casey go off with him. Oh, what were we thinking? She's a grown woman and she insisted, Marge. You know what our Casey is like. Very headstrong. When she's got an idea in her head, nobody can talk her out of it. I just hope she's okay. Okay, how about this one? His name is Dr. Harry Backman. He would have been here with some students working on the archaeological dig up near the old abbey. Sorry, miss, I haven't seen him. Shit. Okay, one last one. How about this man? Miss? Please, his name is Carl Trevino. We heard he'd been seen around here and it's very important that we find him. Nobody seems to be able to help us. You'll find a lot of people in Nifflingham don't really like talking to outsiders. It's a small town attitude. Now, miss, can you please if just... If you answer my question, I'll leave and won't bother you or your customers ever again. Did you see this man? All right. I'm only telling this because he's a fucking weird guy, right? Yeah, he was in here about a week ago. He came in, ordered an unusual drink. Unusual? Campari and soda. I worked here 15 fucking years and nobody's ever ordered a bloody Campari and soda before. Anyway, he was here asking questions about Silver Pit and, uh, oh, uh, it's a bit of a local legend. Folk around here don't like to talk about it, so nobody was giving him time at day. What is Silver Pit? It's a ghost story. Silver Pit Island is a ghost island that some folk think exists out at sea. Over the years, there's been people sail out there and not much come back. Folks make up stories about them ending up on a ghostly island that only turns up at certain times of the year or something like that. Stupid sailor superstition. But wouldn't the town want to promote a story like that? Wouldn't it increase tourism? Believe it or not, miss, not every town wants to be turned into a joke. OK, so what did Carl do after nobody would talk to him? He disappeared into the toilets for a while. I didn't see him leave, but later that evening, I was alerted to some... Vandalism. Vandalism? Weird shit. I don't want to get involved. You're welcome to see for yourself if you must. Just don't disturb any of my customers and don't bring up any more weird shit to me, all right? Okay, I understand. Thank you. Hello? Ah! Ah! Damn it, Abigail. Can't a man go to the bathroom in peace? Don't worry, I didn't see anything. Okay, well, maybe just a glimpse. A a teeny peek. Abigail, what on earth are you doing in the men's room? I... I am in the men's room, right? Yes, yes. I think I'm looking for that. The toilet stall that's taped shut and has a big out-of-order sign on it. Yes. Apparently Carl Trevino was in here roughly a week ago and defaced some surfaces. Defaced? How? Let's see. Oh, wow. Hang on. Abigail Corbin recording. We're in the men's bathroom of a pub called the Ram's Head in Ethlingham, Yorkshire. The bartender here confirms having seen Carl Trevino in here a week prior. We've just entered an out-of-order stall. Inside, somebody, Carl, we suspect, has carved symbols into the wood of the stall door. A large circle with symbols all around it. In the centre is another strange symbol. The whole thing is stained a deep red. I think he covered it in blood. We know he's been doing blood magic before now. He bought all of that blood from the vampires, remember? That's right. Do you recognise any of this stuff? 
Yes, I recognise it. You do? Not enough to read any of it, but I know what it is. The smaller symbols around the outer circle are Enochian, first written in the 1580s by John D and Edward Kelly. D was the court astronomer to Queen Elizabeth I, and the pair claimed to have been sent visions of the Enochian alphabet through crystal. What is it supposed to be? According to them, the language of angels. What would Carl want with anything angelic? I don't know. Maybe Dee and Kelly were wrong. Well, what about the large symbol in the middle? Something about it. It feels weird just looking at it. Yeah, I know that one too. It's called the Monus Hieroglyphica, another creation from John Dee. It was the only one Harry was able to help me identify. The only what? Oh my God. The scars they gave me in the orphanage. We could never identify what any of them were except this one right here on my chest. It's the Monus Hieroglyphica. Carl has the same one. I think all of the children raised there do. So this all has something to do with the orphanage? It must do. That's why Carl is here. I think Harry and those kids are in a lot of danger. So basically, it looks like they were trying to charter a boat to get to this island that there is apparently no record of. The bartender in the last place told me there's a local legend here about an island that can only be reached under certain conditions. What does that mean? Well, it sounds like they thought they could try and reach this island based on things that they found at the dig site. I'm not sure we were supposed to, but we took some pictures. It looks like very old shipping manifests. Apparently they think these date back as far as the 1500s. It's tough to read most of it, but... Shit! Look at that, James! It's the Monus Hieroglyphica. Again. What does that mean? Hieroglyph? You mean like in ancient Egypt? Sort of, yes. Mm. Oh, sorry, I'm getting a message. Well, is there any way of us knowing which boat they chartered? The simplest way would be to go to the docks and ask. They're not far from here. We could go now. Voicemail. I don't recognise this number. You have one new message. Hello, Deputy Dan. Oh, Jesus Christ. How did she get this number? I know, I know. You're disappointed not to see me in the flesh. There isn't time to explain right now. But me being there would be difficult. However, as usual, I've done some legwork for you. Harry Backman and a small group of students chartered a boat to try and reach the island called Silverpier. No doubt you figured that much out already, smart guy that you are. There's a boat captain down by the docks named Angus Callahan, an old Scottish fella who is open to taking people anywhere, provided they can pay him enough. Now, I'm not going to give you this information for free. I'm telling you this so that you can save Backman and those kids. But now you need to do something for me, okay? You must not let James Hunter step foot on Silverpit Island. Do you understand? You and Abigail can go rescue the kids, but James Hunter must not get there. What? Don't pull a face. You're pulling a face right now, aren't you? I can tell. You're so predictable, Deputy. Listen to me very carefully. If Silverpit Island is what we think it is, there's a good chance Backman and the kids are already dead. 
stay on, you'll have a very slim window to get them out. Move quickly and remember, do not take James with you. If he steps foot on Silver Pier, there is no telling what will happen. I have to go. Good luck. Dan, what's the hold-up? We're going to the boatyard. Yep, yeah, I'll, I'll be with you in a moment. Everything okay, deputy? Yep, yeah, just, just go, I'll, I'll catch you up. What the hell am I going to do? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, somebody at this dock must have taken Harry and the students out on their boat. We split up and we ask around. Let's ask that guy over there, Greg. Okay, ask around over there. Do you want me to come with you? No, uh, just stay with James, I'll be fine. That's odd, right? Oh, damn it. This isn't good. What isn't good? My flask's empty. Good. Maybe you'll finally slow down with the drinking. You've been in overdrive since... And you're pulling out another one. Jesus Christ, James. How many of those do you have on you? It's why I like this coat. Plenty of pockets. Well, if you're going to keep drinking, then you need to talk to me. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. God, you are a child sometimes. Maybe more people need to be in touch with their inner infant. Stop it. Just stop. Trying to be all whimsical and eccentric isn't going to work on me this time. Whimsical? 
You've been in a foul mood for weeks now, drinking and brooding, being mean to everyone around you, including the two people who are your only friends in the world. I have two. I have two friends. How long before you drive us away? Are you counting Dan as my friend? That's a stretch. I probably deserved that. You're damn right you did. You've been checked out ever since everything that went down with Theo, Carl and the vampires. It's not just that you're drinking, it's that you're only drinking. You don't care about anything. You don't even seem that bothered about rescuing Harry and we've barely even tried to stop Carl recently. What's the point? What's the point? James, we know that Carl is up to something. He still has Ruby, remember? God only knows how many other survivors of Project Indigo he's found at this point. People who suffered the way you've suffered. People who bear scars just like yours. We may not know exactly what he's planning, but we know it isn't good. Don't you remember what he's done? The people he's used and thrown away like discarded food? Kayla, Ray, Professor Halliday. After all of that, we can't let him win. Don't you see, Abigail? He's already won. He got what he wanted. All of this time from when we were teenagers escaping the orphanage, he has been pushing me, driving me to give in to this, this blackness inside. To make me just like him. Well, he finally did it. I gave in and I killed Theo. I destroyed those vampires without a blink of mercy. I betrayed everything I've tried to be and proved him right. But deep down, I have always been just like him. Everyone has a breaking point, James. Most people would have broken much sooner than you did. When other people break, they get upset or angry. They don't kill people and commit genocide. I was there, James. That wasn't you. You were just trying to protect me. And don't you see? That makes it all the more bitter. Carl won because he turned what I thought was my greatest strength against me. Face it, Abigail. Whatever Project Indigo is, whatever Carl plans to do with it, there's nothing we can do to stop it. Where are you going, Dan? I told you, go with your parents. I don't take orders. I can see that. Seriously, where are you going? There was a guy just there. Shouldn't we have asked him? I know who we need to speak to. Who? Casey, listen to me. I'm not playing around. You need to go back to your family. Why? Because I said so. It's a good thing you're a cop and not a lawyer, because you suck at making an argument. Look, I think I have a lead on where they went, but I just need to investigate this alone, okay? What do you mean? I mean, I need to go talk to this guy without you or anyone else. Why? It's sensitive. Why? I see what you're doing. Why? Stop being so childish. Why? You are a grown woman. A grown woman who knows how to get what she wants. Now tell me why. Look, I have source. And that source advised me that a Scottish captain took Backman and the students out to sea. Okay? A source? None of your business. And we're walking to the far end of the marina. Why? Because that boat moored over there is the only one in this harbour with a Scottish flag on it. Ooh, very observant. Still doesn't explain why you don't want me to come along, though. It's complicated. Dan, what is going on? Not now. 
Good morning, folks. How can I help you? It's blustering in the morning. Hi, my name's Dan Cowell. I'm a police officer. Are you Angus Callahan? Aye. Right, Mr. Callahan, I need you to take a look at this picture. I believe this gentleman and his students may have been here recently looking to hire a boat. Aye, they were here. Really? Did they go out to sea? This wee lassie. This is Miss Kaplan. She is the older sister of one of the students that we think came here with Professor Backman. I'm helping her look for him. I see. Well, all I can say is I. They were here. They paid old Jimmy Fowler to take them out into the water. Oh, I say about four or five days ago now. And they never came back? Not many ever do. What do you mean? That is closely guarded information. It'll cost you a pretty penny. You're extorting us. This is a tough economy, son. Jesus Christ. Okay, I've got a tenner. Is that worth your story? It's a story. A legend, really. It's been in this town for a long, long time. Most of them think it's just a story, or at least they say they do. Deep down, they all know the truth, though, I mean, John. If they truly thought it was just a story, they'd be less afraid. Afraid of what? A long time ago. Hundreds of years. Now, it was this bloke who came out of town. He was a posh fella from down south. So the story goes, yeah. A strange bloke who said they wanted to chatter a shepherd sail into the North Sea. You see, there was a local legend about an island that you could sometimes see you know, from the horizon. This island didn't have a name, didn't appear on any maps. You could only see it sometimes if the light was just right. That's what I heard. Who knows? These were superstitious times. It was all going on around the time of the plague too, so people were, they were extra suspicious. Long story short, nobody who ever tried to reach that island ever came back. This fella, he wanted to get a shot. Does anybody know why he wanted to go? Nope. The only thing I heard was the guy said something was pulling him in that direction. Something he said he could, he could hear in his head. Nobody else could. Well, of course nobody wanted to go with him on account of the whole never return thing. Eventually managed to round up a small crew of people who were all desperate to escape this encroaching plague, you see. The story goes that some of those crew had already contracted the back death, though, which well, that probably explains why the ship had never returned. Just like all the others? Aye. Until many months later, when that man he turned up in town one again. Not only was he the only person to survive the journey to the island, but he apparently made it several more times over the years. Your friend was telling us that he'd found shipping manifests at the dig site, which uh, suggested that someone really did ship things to the island for a while. And your friend agreed to take them? Aye. It didn't charge nearly enough, in my opinion, though. Can you take me out there? Whoa. Hold up a second. What do you mean, you? 
Casey, I can't explain right now. Well, you're going to have to try. Listen to me. My source told me that this island is dangerous and that bad things would happen once we got there. Especially if James comes with us. Why? Honestly, I don't know, okay? What I do know is that I'm not going to put you, your family, or my friends in danger. I will go to the island myself and rescue Harry and the students if they're there. Ah, it'll cost you... A thousand pounds. A thousand pounds. And I ain't getting too close to the island neither. I'll get you close enough, then I'll deploy the rowboat. You get yourself to and from the island. That is a ridiculous amount. You don't blame me. Blame the economy. Economy, yes, yes, I know, economy. Well, that settles it then, detective. You're going to have to let us all come. Uh, Unless you have a thousand pounds to blow on this right now. Well, you know I don't. That's what I thought. Mom! Dad! We found something! You okay, Detective? Yeah. Just got a bad feeling about this. Whoa. Don't let go of the railing, Abby! James? Are you okay? <coughs> it would appear I'm being a bit seasick. What the hell is going on, Callahan? There was nothing in the forecast. Storm came out of nowhere. Are we going to be okay? That's not my first storm. This is what you pay for. Decades of experience here. I'll keep this bitch under control. You should all get me up below the deck. Come on, honey. This way. What about Kevin? We're no good to him if we're washed overboard. Mr. Callahan would let us know when we get there. Come on, Casey! Dan! I'll catch up! Just go! Guys, come on! We're coming! James, what's wrong? Something doesn't feel right. Like what? Can't you feel it? Something isn't right. Something in the air. Feeling okay? You're not going to go all dark side on us again? Dan! I do, but I'm fast and weird! Ah! Dan, get inside. We're coming now, too. Hurry up! Come on, James. The storm is getting worse. Okay, let's go. James? James, are you okay? Did you hear that? What was it? It was the noise. The noise he makes. In the dreams, it's like it's there and not there at the same time. The dreams? The burnt man! James, we need to get you inside. You're as pale as milk. Why does it scare me so much? James, you're trembling. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. What is it? You need to get a lost day! In a minute, James, talk to me. Don't hide. Talk. It's not the first time I've heard it. What? We're sinking! Is everyone okay? What happened? I think the boat is on its side. Water! We're taking on water! Abigail! Abigail! You can't go out there, Dan. I have to! There's no use! Fuck! We're sinking!
starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter, Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin, and Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell. Also featuring Kevin Stemp, Harleen Sahota, Rajni Hall, Eve Oliver, Charles Topping, Benton Hodges, David Anthony Green. Haunted, the audio drama is created by Jamie Evans, with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios, with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next exciting chapter of Haunted, the audio drama. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.